0: Hey there, thanks for joining us here at Compass Church, where we are making God accessible to everyone. If you have any questions or want to learn more about us as a church, head over to our website, compassbn.com. We hope this inspires you and gives you practical ways to live out your faith. Enjoy the message. Well, hello, and thanks for joining me. I am Chris, and I'm the lead pastor at Compass. If we haven't met, hi. Today, we're starting a brand new message series called Icebergs. And if you don't know much about icebergs, they're actually really pretty fascinating. I mean, there's a ton of really cool facts about them. But the main fact about icebergs that you probably know about is this, is that only about 10% of icebergs show above water. 90% of the iceberg is underneath, which means that a vast majority of it will never be seen. All most of us will ever see is just the tip of the iceberg. It's where that saying comes from religion can be like an iceberg often we take what we see at face value without ever looking under the surface to really understand what's going on and i mean it's been like that as long as there's been religion because people i mean we want a simple way to look at a simple text and live a straightforward black and white life but as we are working our way through the book of matthew we are at one of the most difficult and challenging sections of teaching that i think jesus ever gave because in this teaching, Jesus exposes some religious icebergs that his Jewish followers really didn't totally understand. And in doing so, um, he shows us how to think like he thought about religion, about our relationship with God, and about our relationship with other people. And Jesus starts this in, Ma- in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. He says this, don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. So, to really get into this, we need to talk about the law and the prophets. Okay, we need to understand what this is all about. And basically, the law and the prophets that Jesus is talking about were the Jewish holy scriptures, which is what we would call today the Old Testament of the Bible, And while the Jewish scriptures were comprised of all sorts of different writing and writing styles, they basically did two things. They painted a picture of what the someday kingdom of God was going to look like when he restored the nation of Israel to full power. And then the Jewish scriptures laid out the rules of religion. And when I say rules, I mean lots of rules, okay? The most well-known of these laws are the Ten Commandments. But the Jewish law, or the Torah, It contains a total, I kid you not, of about 613 commandments. These laws covered all sorts of things from the aspects of daily life including like family, personal hygiene, diet, to things like farming, clothing you're supposed to wear, raising animals. No joke, there's even bird law in there. Like what you are supposed to do if you find a bird's nest with eggs or baby birds in it. Hint, you can take the baby birds and eggs but be sure to let the mother go." Now, I thought it was a pain when I had to memorize 10 commandments as a kid, but could you imagine having to memorize 613 rules that you then had to follow or else you're gonna face the anger of God? It's interesting too to me that Jesus starts this section of teaching this way, talking about how he didn't come to abolish the law because the very religious Jews thought that's exactly what he was trying to do, to get rid of the law. Jesus' teaching was so radical and such a departure from Jewish tradition that he was often accused of blasphemy and, and of not taking the law seriously. But look at what Jesus says, all the way through Matthew 5, 17 through 19. He says, don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. And he continues, he says, no, I have come to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So if you ignore the least commandment and teach others to do the same, you will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who obeys God's laws and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So let's be real for a second this is tough for christians i mean it's tough for me i think on the whole we're good with the ten commandments but bird law i'm not sure about that you know i mean the law on not crossbreeding animals or mixing different kinds of fabric or the law that says we're supposed to wear four blue tassels on the corners of our clothes and let's be real okay let's just be totally real the law on tithing i mean i won't steal or commit adultery those laws make sense, but tithing? But Jesus has just affirmed all of the Old Testament law and prophets. And check this out, he's about to double down because in Matthew five twenty, he says this, but I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than the, than the righteousness of the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. That's big, that's heavy. Because an important thing to note, the Pharisees and teachers of religious law were as righteous as anyone ever got. No one followed the law more than they did, nobody. They were as perfect as you could possibly get. In fact, it was their job to instruct others on how to follow the law too. And Jesus is here. He's talking to normal, regular, everyday people. And he says that unless they are more righteous, more obedient to the law than the Pharisees, that they will never enter the kingdom of heaven. I mean, that would be like telling a college quarterback that unless he's better than Tom Brady, he just can't play in the NFL. But this idea that the law requires absolute perfection is is something that Jesus affirms again in a verse that we're going to see at the very end of this section of teaching at the end of this message series because in Matthew 5:48 Jesus doubles down again and he says, "But you are to be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect." So there are two things here. First, Jesus affirms the law and our responsibility to obey every commandment. And second, that unless we follow the law perfectly, we cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. That unless we follow the law perfectly, we have no place with God. The tip of the iceberg that we see says, do the right things and follow the right rules, and then you will be good with God. But the 90% of the iceberg that we don't see under the surface that Jesus is exposing says that it's impossible to do the right things and impossible to follow the right rules because you must do it perfectly in order for it to work. Essentially, the underside of this first iceberg that Jesus' followers are running into as he teaches this is, is that the thing you need to do in order to be right with God is impossible to do. So what do we do with this? Jesus has affirmed the absolute value of the Jewish law. He has, he has made the standard and laid down the standard by which it must be followed in order for us to benefit from it. And that's it must be followed perfectly. And then he has said that if we don't meet that standard, which is impossible, by the way, that we can't enter the kingdom of God. And the answer to that, what do we do with this, is found in one of the very first things that Jesus said in this section in Matthew five seventeen. He says, don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. A couple things I want to make sure we get to grasp this. And the first thing is that Jesus fulfilled the law. Jesus, in his own words, came to accomplish the purpose of the law, to fulfill it. So what is it? What is the purpose of all those 613 laws? Galatians 3:19 gives us a, a picture when it says, why then was the law given? It was given alongside the promise to show people their sins. But the law was designed to last only until the coming of the child who was promised talking about Jesus. So from the get go, when sin entered the world, it was and always has been impossible for us to fix. And the commandments God gave in the Jewish scriptures were to help us understand just how much was actually broken and how far we were actually away from God's perfection and his perfect plan for the world. And the law was a placeholder to point us to Jesus. Hebrews 10:1 says it this way, the old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow. It was a dim preview of the good things to come and not those good things themselves. A snapshot, a picture of what's coming. Galatians 3, 24 through 25 says, the law was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. And now that the way of faith has come, we no longer need the law as our guardian. Jesus affirmed the Jewish scriptures because they all point to him. In the same way that a chicken would affirm the egg it hatched out of, or a butterfly would affirm the cocoon that it emerged from, the purpose of the law was to restore and redeem all people to right standing with God. It is completed in Jesus. It's completed in his life, in his death and resurrection. It all points to Him. Galatians 2.16 says that yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ, not by obeying the law. And we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ, not because we have obeyed the law. For no one, get this, no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. Jesus fulfilled the law. But there's one other thing to understand in all of this. And the second thing, Jesus fulfilled the law, but Jesus redefined the law. Look at what he says in Matthew 22. This is a very familiar verse if you've been part of Compass at all. It says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets, hang on these two commandments. All of the Jewish scripture hangs on these two commandments. Jesus stripped away some of our religious rule certainty by saying that he fulfilled the law, right? But knowing that we need clarity in how to live, he redefines the law by giving us a new one, the law of Christ. Love God and love your neighbor. As followers of Jesus, I think it's easy and fun sometimes to get all wrapped up in the deep, specific doctrines of the Bible. You know, Just like the Pharisees, we can get academic and theologically accurate in our biblical views of every subject and issue to make sure that we are perfect, at least according to our interpretation of Scripture, or what our denomination says, or what our favorite Christian authors say. And what's crazy is there's a million different opinions on a million different Bible issues but Jesus simplifies it for us, for all of us. Love God and love others. That's how people who have put their faith in me will live. And when they do that, they will get all the other stuff right. With this new law of Christ, Jesus has made the impossible possible. We can be made right with God without living perfectly by putting our faith in him. And we can live right by focusing our attention on Jesus's new law of love. It's the impossible made possible. Now, just as a close, I mean, let me talk about Star Wars for a second. When the first Star Wars movie came out in 1977, it told the story of Luke Skywalker. That very first trilogy was all about his journey to becoming a Jedi and defeating the evil empire. But it was titled episode four. Like the whole series started in the middle And it started with Luke Skywalker. And then when the prequel trilogy came out in the 90s, episodes one through three, they told the story of Luke's parents. But you know what they really did? They pointed forward to Luke Skywalker. Because I never saw Anakin Skywalker, I saw Luke Skywalker's dad. And then when the new Star Wars trilogy came out several years ago, you know what they did? They pointed back to Luke Skywalker. The entirety of the Star Wars movies is all about one guy. Luke Skywalker. And that's the Bible. The Jewish scriptures of the Old Testament, they point forward to Jesus. And all of the letters in history in the New Testament point back to Jesus. When he says that he came to fulfill the law and prophets, he declared that he is now, that Jesus is now the lens through which we look at all of scripture, the parts that look ahead to him and the parts that look back at him. And and a tip, When when we read the Bible, we need to remember that every part of it is His story. To not just look at the tip of the iceberg, but to look underneath, because that's where real change, real guidance, and real hope are found. Now, if you're joining me online today and you aren't a follower of Jesus, and you've been trying to live by a moral code, any moral code, in order to to be right with God. Just know that perfection is the standard. But in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, he met the standard that allows us entry into his kingdom just as we are. Flawed, broken, sinful. And he, he forgives us, and he begins the process of changing us from the inside, and he gives us a new standard by which to live and to love. A law of love. Maybe you're with me and and you are a follower of Jesus, but you've been bound by the guilt and the shame that comes from trying to live by the old standard of the law. And you keep failing at it because it can't be met. Or maybe you've been carrying your own guilt so much, or you haven't been carrying your guilt, you've projected judgment onto others who aren't doing it as well as you have, even as imperfect as your own efforts are. And I understand those today. Jesus is calling you and me to a different standard because he fulfilled what came before, and now he's calling you to love God and to love your neighbor. And he's asking, will you put down your old way and pick up the new way of Christ today? I'm telling you, as we do, I know that Jesus will open our eyes and hearts to what he's doing in our lives and in our world. We don't have to live by bird law anymore. we can live by the law of Jesus, the new law he gave that supersedes everything that came before, while at the same time fulfilling everything that came before, giving us a path to walk where we don't have to be perfect. All we have to do is just accept him and be made right. I'm really looking forward to this message series. And over the next several weeks, we're going to dig into some of the principles that Jesus is talking about, about what it looks like to live that right way, the way that he's called us to, what does it look like to live out the law of love, and and even look at some of the other icebergs that he wants us to be aware of and really understand. So I will see you then. Thanks again for joining us today. If you want to learn more about us as a church, get connected, need prayer, or anything else at all, head over to our website, compassbn.com.